Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back, my little teenies, to a solo episode of Martinis and Bikinis. So I'm still in Louisiana. I have yet to go back to New York. I've been here for almost a month, which is insane to think about. I didn't even realize until my friend Cammie texted me the other day asking how long I had been here and asking whenever I was coming back to New York. And I realized that I have been here for almost an entire month. But you guys know I am not the biggest winter girl. And even last year, I left D.C., in February to go to LA and just got out of the cold and it's really nice. I I feel really grounded here. My mom lives on a farm in like a town called Scott, Louisiana. If you looked at a map, you probably wouldn't even be able to pin it out, but it's right next to Lafayette, Louisiana, which is like the Cajun capital of the world. So lots of good food, like too much good food and lots of fun and Again, I just feel so grounded being at home because my mom lives on a farm, so I get to cook in her kitchen. I've been making my like eggs, veggie scramble every morning, having my coffee sitting on the screen porch. It's like 70 degrees today. Looking out, I'm seeing all these horses and birds chirping. It is just so peaceful. And now I'm listening to a train choo-choo by, which is so funny to think about because that is not how my life is in New York at all, but... I'm excited to go back and see my friends and just, you know, start off 2024 on the right foot. But it's been great just hanging out with a lot of close friends. And obviously that brings up so much nostalgia. And, you know, I'm really grateful for my core friends because there's just nobody in the world besides my family that I'm closest to. And yeah, it definitely has been super refreshing. And I think that's kind of my word for 2024 is grounded. I think there's so many ways that we can do that. And sometimes you just need to sit back, relax, take a break. And for me, that was just getting out of New York for a bit. And I have like a lot of like random travel plans in the next two months. So I'm going to be like bopping all over the place. So it's been really, really nice to just relax and spend time with family and yeah, again, eat all the good food. I'm going on a serious, serious, nutritious health kick when I get back to New York. I know that it is a new year and I had an episode from last week that basically was about my new year's resolutions and how I plan on strategizing that. Now, I think this would be a really good time to talk about the fundamentals of starting your own business that nobody talks about. And obviously, being an entrepreneur or owning your own business is the most glamorized thing in the world. I think every good thing has rough patches. It has a lot of learning curves, a lot of trial and error. But this was not something that I learned in school, even in grad school, whenever I was getting my MBA I took so many entrepreneurship classes and this was not talked about at all, which is crazy to think about. So I know that all this business talk can honestly get kind of boring. So I wanted to spice it up a little bit and I wanted to give you guys a little beauty and brain. So we're going to do 
some beauty and business tips going into 2024. For those of you that are wanting to become a founder, a CEO, start your own thing, maybe you have this like really cool innovative spirit, you want to start like a side hustle, or even if you just want to go like balls to the wall and like hit the ground running and start your own company. I don't want this conversation to deter you away from starting your own business. I'm going to use a lot of jargon, I'm going to be honest, but I'm going to try and explain as best as possible. But just know that there are so many resources out there to jumpstart this journey. Let's start with the foundational aspect of creating your own business. And I guess it depends exactly what your business is, but it needs to be registered in your state's database. So what I mean by that is, is there's these terms called LLCs, which is limited liability company. And then there's S corps. There's like so many different modalities to getting your business registered. And you have to figure out what the best option for you is. So I have an LLC for every single one of my businesses. And obviously talk to your accountant. I think whenever it comes to tax season, it's important to have your business registered under the right functionality. So S-Corps are really popular for content creators, influencers, freelancers. So if that is something that you are doing or wanting to do, I would definitely look into S-Corps. So first of all, you need to figure out what the right option for you is. Do your research, talk to your accountant. And again, it's so individual, so I can't necessarily tell you what is the best, but you basically have to register within the state that you plan on running your business out of. So for me, I have a business that is based in Louisiana. So I guess for tax reasonings, having my state registered in Louisiana is so beneficial and great. So definitely make sure that wherever you register your business, it makes the most sense practicality wise, but also from like a tax accounting perspective, make sure that you are picking your best option. So it's super easy to register. Actually, all you have to do is like literally go to Google and type in like create an LLC and it'll give you all of these different websites, third-party websites for how you can register. I find that to be the easiest way to do it just because they do all the dirty work for you. You just submit like an application with all of your information and they will work with your secretary of state to get your business registered. So I use a platform called Zen Business and I have been using it for years for any business that I've created. And I think it is so easy my one tip though is they are going to try and bamboozle you into getting all of these different add-ons. I honestly don't think that you need it, but I just get like the clean cut LLC, file it with them. They file it with my secretary of state. And then, you know, in a few weeks, you get an email from your secretary of state with all of your forms and documentation. So it's super, super easy. I want to say it was like $75. I, it may have gone up, but it was like $75 to get my business registered. And what can you do with that? So 
a lot of people will actually run multiple businesses off of one LLC. And I think that makes a lot of sense if the businesses are somewhat like corresponding with one another. But if they're two separate businesses, then I honestly think that it's best to keep them separate so you can be more organized. Let's say that you are a fitness instructor and you have your own clients, maybe your own platform, and you start selling like athleisure through the brand. I think having your own just one LLC is a great route to go. But for me, for instance, you know, I have a digital marketing agency and I have an LLC for that. And then I have a swimwear line, which is completely unrelated. And I have a separate LLC for that. So make sure that whenever you are creating these LLCs, that they are somewhat corresponding with one another. And if not, you have separate entities. So my one little beauty tip for you guys, I have been obsessed with like a glowy, dewy finish on my skin. I actually have not been wearing foundation, guys, which is so wild. I feel like I used to cake it on like no other. And I feel so empowered. I feel so confident. Obviously, I'm putting on concealer and all the other stuff, but my skin has never looked better. It's less clogged. I feel so refreshed. I don't feel like I'm like rubbing off makeup throughout the night if I'm like going out on the town, but I still have like this polished look together look, but I feel like just so much more clean and I feel like my skin is absolutely thanking me for it. And I really think that sometimes we think we need all of this makeup, all of this foundation. But to be completely honest, I have never gotten more compliments on my makeup application since doing this because I think my skin tone changes like crazy. So like if I'm getting a spray tan or I'm self tanning or I'm outside more than usual, my foundation shade is not going to match the color of my skin and I'm going to either look orange or my face is going to look completely whitewashed. So I've been really enjoying not wearing foundation. So maybe just test it out. Maybe go like a few nights out of the week where you just don't even put any foundation on. And it's been so incredibly amazing for my skin health. And yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend. Let's talk about trademarking. I feel like that's not like a taboo subject, but I think it's actually something that people don't even realize that they need. I would say that this is probably, besides your LLC, of course, one of the biggest necessities of having your own business. So obviously there's a trademark and there's a patent. So those are two different things. A trademark is basically you have ownership over like a word or a mark or a business name. And a patent is basically the ownership of technology or some service or product that is new to the business world. So you basically have rights over the way that this product is functioning or the technology behind it. So I'm trying to put this into like the babyest terms possible. And obviously, guys, I am not an expert. This is just how I run my businesses and kind of what I've learned along the way. But a trademark is so necessary because you don't want to get a letter in the mail 
months after just working so hard on your business and just putting in all the blood, sweat, and tears to get a cease and desist letter from another company that is already operating under the same name. So you want to make sure that whenever you create a business, the name isn't taken and you're not going to end up having to completely rebrand. And a good way to find this out All you have to do is go to the USPTO website. They have a trademark search database where you can type in your proposed name for your business and you can look up and see if there's any other businesses with that same name. Fun fact, you can have the same name as a business, but if it doesn't fall under the category that it's listed under, then you have the right to create a business and a trademark with that same name. So For instance, whenever I was creating my podcast, I was looking into martinis and bikinis. There was like swimwear lines and like bachelorette, like bridal businesses, but there was no podcast, no audio businesses that were functioning under that name. So I basically was able to establish a business with that name. However, if you do come up with a business name and it is in that same category, even if it sounds like the name of a business, that can still lead to a cease and desist letter. For my first trademark, I actually worked with a trademark attorney and she just enlightened me on all of this. And I'm so happy that she did because it's honestly such a learning curve, but It was a really great way for me to jumpstart my education in this space because I feel like I learned a lot and now I'm actually able to file trademarks myself. So again, all you have to do is go to the USPTO website. They have the lay of the land there for you and you can just fill out this application. It takes a few months, so don't expect it to come instantly. It will take a while and yeah. It's a fairly simple process, I must say. It's a lot of questions and you have to fill out a lot of information, but it'll save you a lot of money because obviously trademark attorneys are very expensive. So you can trademark a mark. So whether that's your logo or some other sort of mark that you plan on using in your business. And yeah, there's obviously going to be in the database trademarks that are living, they're live or they're dead. Maybe the person didn't like update their information or they didn't renew their trademark. So those are all up for grabs, guys. I definitely recommend like talking to a trademark attorney at first if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. I actually found mine through a Facebook group. So there's so many different like business, female entrepreneur Facebook groups. And I found this woman through a Facebook group. I just put out a post and I said, Hey there, I'm looking for a trademark consultant or attorney to help me file my trademark for my business. And I had so many hits and I ended up getting on Zoom with this one girl. We really clicked. She gave me so much information. She filed my first trademark for me. And then within like a few months, I had a trademark. Okay, second beauty tip. So still in like the skincare makeup realm, I have been using this product. I'm completely out of it right now. I'm on the last leg. I think there's one little spritz left. It is called Dalva. It is this truffle oil serum, but it's in a spray bottle. 
and I got it on Amazon. It's incredible. I literally put it on like every five seconds. I need to stop so I don't keep running out. I want to get it in bulk. Like it is so good. I've never had more people ask me what my skincare routine is or how I get my makeup so glowy. And even at the grocery store, like people have stopped me in my tracks and been like, Veronica, well, they don't know me, <laughs> but they're like, oh my gosh, like, what do you use on your skin to make it look so glowy and dewy? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know the stuff for you. And I show them and they just freak out. They order it on the spot. So it's called Dalva. It's truffle oil serum. And I will just spray it on if I don't want to wear any makeup and I just want like a dewy finish. Or maybe I'll put it on before my makeup, after my makeup. I Again, I put it on all the time, so it's good for any second of the day. But yeah, just prepare to get the best compliments on your skin because this is the best product I think I've ever used, like ever. It's so good. Okay, moving on to number three. Let's talk about bookkeeping. It's probably my least favorite part, to be completely honest. So whenever I got into entrepreneurship, I realized that you have to bookkeep and there's something called QuickBooks. I was so stressed out. I thought I was just going to hire somebody to do it. It just seemed like too much. But honestly, I think it, especially if you're a small startup or you're just like a small business owner, it's so easy to just do it yourself in the beginning because you manage your finances and you're just getting things started. So you might as well learn. So there's definitely different types of platforms within QuickBooks. I use QuickBooks Self-Employed. I find it to be very user-friendly and there's a lot on there. So it can look really intimidating, but once you get the hang of it, it's actually very easy. And again, there's Facebook groups out there that you can use to your benefit and find somebody to do it for you. But I actually went through a bookkeeping consultant at first. So I found her again through a Facebook group and she would do one hour sessions with me and teach me how to use QuickBooks. I think I did it about three times and it was about $50 an hour. But that saved me so much money because instead of having to hire out, I was able to learn how to do it myself and apply it to the business. So she taught me the logistics of, you know, just recording my expenses and transactions. You can link your bank through it so you can make it even more seamless. So I was using my personal finances to fund my business at first. It seems so chaotic and disorganized doing it that way. So I definitely recommend starting a business bank account ASAP. And you can even get a business credit card and just make the whole process extremely scratch-free, streamlined. And I wish I would have known that whenever I first started my business because I was using my own personal finances and I was having to go in and make journal entries of every single expense that I had personally attributed to the company. And not that that's difficult, but it definitely took a lot of time out of whenever I could be working on the business. So yeah, first step, start a business bank account. Set up your QuickBooks and just streamline everything that way. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. So the third beauty tip, I have been obsessed with lymphatic drainage for as long as I can remember. 
I feel like whenever I first saw a video of a gua sha, I had like a come to Jesus moment and was like, oh my God, I am obsessed with that. And I don't know why. I just feel like it's such a relaxing practice and a way for you to be present. Anyway, but I am so, so savory. I love sushi. I love pizza. I love just putting seasoning on everything. And I think a lot of salt and water retention can create fluid in our face. So whenever you drain that fluid out of your face by doing facial manipulation or lymphatic massage or using facial tools, that will like totally change your, I don't want to say face shape, but it will change the appearance of your face in a very satisfactory way. I look at pictures from years ago before I ever started doing this stuff and I look so different. But I do think that this has helped tremendously with congestion and again, appearing more lifted and with less fluid. So I've been loving my Sola Wave and I just got this. I had been wanting it for months and for some reason I couldn't find it in myself to invest over a hundred dollars on this thing. But I am obsessed. So it's basically red light therapy, but it's a wand. So you can use it as a facial manipulation tool, but it's also great for acne, for scarring, for lifting, for appearing more youthful. So I'm obsessed. You should definitely look into Solo Wave because I have been loving it. I just posted a TikTok about it and it's kind of just like this really relaxing aspect of my nighttime routine now. Okay. Let's talk about taxes, and this kind of aligns with bookkeeping, but I'll keep it brief because honestly, this is so boring, <laughs> but I file a profit and loss statement every year. I get it from QuickBooks. You basically just do all of your expenses, your transactions, and you will have a profit and loss statement based on how much profit you made and how much you lost due to expenses. So that's what you're going to give to your accountant every year for taxes or if you file quarterly or however you plan on doing it. All you have to do is give your accountant a profit and loss statement. And if you have any receipts from your business that aren't included in that, you can give that to your accountant. Or even if you use technology like your computer that maybe you bought years ago, you can still use that as a business write-off because it's what you use to run your business. So again, if you can find those receipts, hand them to your accountant. And I highly recommend hiring an accountant. I don't recommend doing it yourself if you have no clue what you're doing because you could owe the IRS a lot of money if you do not do it correctly. So write-offs are a very interesting topic because I think a lot of people have different ideas of what is a write-off and what is not. So you have to be very careful because there's obviously a lot of gray area when it comes to write-offs, but I can give you an example of what would be a write-off. So let's say I am trying to plan a photo shoot for Noah, my swimmer line, and I want to do it in Costa Rica. So I'm flying to Costa Rica, I'm staying at a hotel, I'm hiring photographers, I'm hiring models, I'm doing a video shoot, who knows? Obviously, all of that is going to be a write-off. My flight, my accommodations, 
my team, anything that has to do with that project is going to be considered a write-off. However, if I am going to work from a coffee shop and I'm bringing my laptop and I'm just going to work there for the day and I buy myself a coffee, that is not a business write-off. I think it's great to treat yourself, absolutely, but your daily coffee is not a write-off unless maybe you're meeting with a client for a coffee, you buy them a coffee, who knows? But if you are just treating yourself day in and day out, that is not a write-off. So I totally recommend doing some more research on what is considered a write-off, talking to your accountant, all that good stuff. Okay, our next beauty tip. I feel like I'm in this like all natural stage in my life, but I have been obsessed with Aquaphor makeup. And if you don't know what Aquaphor makeup is, it's basically using Aquaphor as makeup. I am a huge Aquaphor advocate and I put it on my lips every five seconds. I'll even put it on dry zones on my face. So not like a full slugging method. If you don't know what slugging is, it's basically putting like Vaseline or Aquaphor or some substance like that all over your face at night, making sure that it isn't dry. But if I see dry patches on my face, especially under my nose, on the corners of my nose, under my eyes, I will pit pat some Aquaphor there and I feel renewed, refreshed. And it gives me like a better appearance than like this tired, dull look that I would probably have if I wasn't doing it. I've also been putting it on my eyebrows and using a spoolie to brush my eyebrows up. I've been putting it on my eyelashes and brushing them up with a spoolie. But there's so many ways that you can use Aquaphor as like this natural glowy look. And I've been really embracing that recently. So you should definitely give it a try. Okay, our last little business tip, hire a virtual assistant. That should be your first hire. And if you think it's too early to hire, you are absolutely dead wrong because not only is it going to help your business excel, but it is going to help you have more time to spend working on the business instead of in it. So if everything that I've mentioned in this episode sounds so incredibly intimidating and terrible and you don't want to do it, a virtual assistant is a great idea. They can help you with your business admin, email management, pitching, social media posts, like whatever it is that you need help with that you hate doing, throw it on to a virtual assistant. So again, Facebook groups are your best friend and join as many entrepreneurial Facebook groups as humanly possible. This is how I found my virtual assistant and she's been working for me for almost three years now, which is so crazy to think about. But anyway, she was my first hire and I went on Facebook on this group and I can even link some Facebook groups for you guys in the show notes so you can join them and just get some more help with your business. It's also a great way to ask questions and just help your business succeed and grow with the collaboration of other female entrepreneurs. I think it's so great collaboration over competition. I want to tattoo it on my face. It is like my favorite thing to say, but Basically, I went on this Facebook group and I said, hey guys, I am hiring a virtual assistant. I need them to help me with X, Y, and Z. I'm willing to pay this amount hourly and please send your resume 
your cover letter, and some of your past work to this email. It's very important to note what I said because I was telling people to do something exact to the T and you guys would not believe how many people instant messaged me on Facebook, commented below, and that is not what I asked them to do. So immediately X, you are not considered. And I had a lot, I actually had a lot of people follow the directions, which I was really, really grateful for. But those were the only people that I chose to interview. So I had about four people that I interviewed based on their past work and their following of the directions. And I ended up finding Sam, my virtual assistant, who actually worked in the fashion industry. So it was perfect. There were so many skill sets that she had that were only going to help my business grow. So... I definitely recommend finding somebody that has the strengths that are your weaknesses because it's going to be a really beautiful effort when those are meshed together. So yeah, hire a virtual assistant. It's not too soon. I think I hired a virtual assistant within like the first like two months of my company. So highly recommend. Okay, our last little beauty tip for this episode I have been really into smelling good lately. So I feel like having the perfect concoction of body wash, lotion, face products, perfume is really what is making me feel alive right now. So I've been using the Necessaire body wash. I love the Necessaire body wash. It is the best smelling body wash on the planet. And then I will use like an unscented lotion actually, because sometimes the fragranted lotions can cause like a histamine reaction, but I just feel like my skin is buttery smooth. It smells good from the body wash and I just feel like a little Parisian princess. And (laughs) then what I will do is I'll do my skincare routine and I absolutely love Elemis products, guys. I... I'm hooked. They're the best products in the world. Their cleansing balm, their moisturizer. It's their marine cream, actually, but it's oh, so good. It smells amazing, too. And I'll use a serum. And then I love essential oils. So sometimes I'll get these little essential oil rollers and I'll just put it like lavender at night, like on my wrist, behind my ears. And I just like go to sleep smelling good, silky smooth. And it's like the most pleasant feeling in the world when you're just like in the bed, in clean sheets, you're completely clean. It's, oh, I can't even explain that. I love that feeling. But perfumes I've been loving. If I'm feeling like a little perfume moment, I love, love, love. I loved this for too long. I am still obsessed with it though. Flower Bomb, Victor and Rolf. I've been using this fragrance since high school and, and I don't know what it is, but people will come up to me and say, oh my gosh, you smell so good. And then I'll just go to a different perfume for like a hot second and I don't get any compliments. <laughs> so I've been trying to stick to my Flower Bomb. And I remember this one time in college, I kind of switched between these two perfumes but this one time in college I started wearing No Made by Chloe and I don't know if it was like 
reacting with my pheromones or what was happening. But every single guy at the bar would come up to me and be like, oh my God, you smell so good. I'm like, please get the fuck off of me. But <laughs> but anyway, it works supposedly if that's what you're trying to do. But yeah, No Made by Chloe and Flower Bomb, Victor and Rolf are two that I have been circulating between for like so long. But so yeah, smell good, look hot, start a business, 2024. Love to see it. If you liked this episode, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. Y'all's ratings help me so, so, so much. And I'm so appreciative of the people that have rated the podcast. It is really what helps this podcast keep going. It helps me more than you know. I'll give you a big kiss if you go after this episode to Spotify or Apple and give me five stars please. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Rate it however you like, leave a review, and it is so appreciated. I love you guys, and I hope you guys have a beautiful, fun, flirty weekend, and we'll talk soon. So I think 2024 is the year of me upping my jewelry game because if you know me or have seen my posts, I literally wear my aura ring, a ring and earrings and that's it. So there's one line that I'm obsessed with and not only do they have jewelry, but they also have beauty and skincare and it is called Uncommon James. So all you have to do to get 20% off your first order on Uncommon James is go to the link uncommonjames.com slash discount slash Veronica. That'll just give you the discount right when you check out. It's super seamless and easy. But if you just happen to be scrolling on the website, you can also enter in code Veronica at checkout. That's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A, Veronica at checkout. And again, if you want to get the discount, all you have to do is go to uncommonjames.com slash discount slash Veronica.